Danger Dames. Facing the shadow of patriarchy and oppression follow three women as they fight to retake their homeland. But at what cost? All right, let's play this fucking game. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, I'm ready. Let's fight. All right. Uh, if we're gonna play for a bit, yeah, you'll need you'll need two d six, everybody. Ooh. Everybody. Everybody. I want ones made of bone. Read the bones is one of my my moves. Yeah. Now we do that. Yeah, you can buy dice for the season. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and explain what system we are playing this season? Yeah, we're playing the watch, which is uh, let's. There's a blurb in here somewhere, right? <laughs> Just read it. Yeah, <laughs> just just buy the fucking game. Okay, yeah, we're very classy. Don't put this on me. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's the watch emotional is a, burden. A powered powered by the apocalypse game by uh, Ash Creter and Andrew uh, Medeiros. There's some context maybe to be involved there. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, it's a PBTA game all about women and uh, NB folks fighting off uh, an evil monster that uh, corrupts the hearts and minds of people and turns them into evil monsters we can um, guess what that is yeah. uh, to your point maddie yeah the, the game is, pr is pretty explicitly about uh dismantling toxic or not even just man like masculinity but the like toxic patriarchy mm -hmm. stuff yeah We're not smashing the patriarchy. not not so coded uh it, it's pretty on the nose yeah so it's and it's all about the downtime between doing mission stuff it's real cool it's got a lot of cool uh neat twists on the apocalypse world engine so worth checking out. I guess their companies are Northfire Games and Peach Pants Press. <laughs> Put it out. Peachy. I don't know. Are they paying for that? I don't know. We've already done that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this is Chrissy. Um, I am uh, she, her. I am playing Leta Volkov. Uh, also she, her. She is a fairly aggressive fighting type, but is fiercely loyal. She is the leader of the group. At this point, which I'm a little apprehensive about, but we're going to see how that goes. She is, uh, I think, what did I say? Very tall. I think she wears her hair in a lone braid. And I, that's all I can think of for her at this point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then I'll introduce Bellamy Lockhart. Um, just um, when you see Bellamy, you just think exactly what she is. Just tall and tawny. Everything's just golden from the sun and her hair is blonde and it's long. Um, I mean, it's very short, shocky uh, bunch of hair. She's very tall, lean, long, drink of water, about like 5'11", wearing a very colorful, beautifully tailored pants, vest, and cape. Um, amongst her people, um, the symbols on the back of their capes identify which groups they're with. Her pronouns are um, she, her, and um, what else was there? So she's probably got a dead dad. Oh, yeah. I, I heard about that. It's a rumor, right? I wrote on, yeah. So yeah. I, I actually have dead dad underlined. On, yes. Well, because you were very excited. Notes, we got very excited about but, it because we talked about how she me, obtained. Pro probably dead. Probably dead. Well, I doubt it, though. Knowing you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the back of her cape. Mostly dead. <laughs> yeah, on the back of her cape is a big prowling lioness, uh, silver on a night blue. And you'll see like various, um, what is she again? Oh, Ripti. Got the yeah. relationship map over yeah. here. Yeah, you'll see Richties um, all over the camp. They'll be wearing various colored capes with um, symbology on the back as well. But yes, there is a missing dad. This is Katie. Uh, she, her are my pronouns. And I'm playing Sylvie, who is the a fox. Sylvie Dyer is her name. 
And she is from Clan Dothas, who are really um, related to mystics and seers. They are a little um, elusive, so, you know, kind of hard to read. And uh, there was a plague that went around, so they're a little bit stigmatized by other clans. The plague that was blamed on them, which was the the Phoenix Fox Plague, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, she just has, she has black, ha- black hair streaked with silver. Um, she has piercing gray eyes, a long face. And yeah, she's, she's along for the ride. <laughs> Very good. Nice. So do you want to, oh, I guess I didn't do, I'm Jacob. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about expectations and that sort of stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I don't have anything to do with this, but Chrissy will <laughs> will put together a great uh, episode zero for you to listen to, which cuts out all the nonsense. <laughs> so there's a lot of um, kind of cool stuff about this system. One of the ways it deviates from something like Apocalypse World is there's a lot of world building on the front end. And so if, if you're interested in, in how we set up the setting or the different clans and all that stuff, that'll all be baked, baked in there. Uh, and Chrissy will make that happen for you, yes. not not me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, at the start of session or during a long play, this is the start of the session, uh, we'll choose a new mission for the group. Whoever is in charge of the mission will tell everyone involved to mark jaded and assign one person to each of the three primary mission roles. Navigate and strategize, recon and lookout, and take point. Anyone left over will watch their backs. All the PCs must be assigned a mission role. If the person in charge doesn't have camaraderie with each PC involved, they must choose a complication. Uh, we'll go through this step by step, but I'm just going to read it. Uh, if the group wants to achieve the secondary objectives while on the mission, the group chooses an additional complication for each objective. Uh, once the mission is complete, you'll choose another character and describe a meaningful moment the two of you shared. The player will highlight an active move for you. The MC will highlight another. Whenever you roll a highlighted move, you mark experience. Mm-hmm. So, um... Highlighted move are your moves. These are basic moves. Basic so moves. essentially, the, the ways that you gain experience are through the eulogies, which you don't have to worry about, maxing out your camaraderie and taking more camaraderie, jaded moves, and anytime you roll one of your highlighted moves. So um, somebody else at the table will get to choose one of them, and then I'll get to choose one of them. So I'm like, this session, I really want Katie to provoke someone. So I'm going to highlight provoke someone to try to encourage you to do that. And if you do it, you get experience. Uh, as, the, as the corporal... Letta, you will, uh, you're going to pick a mission for you guys. So, oh, you don't pick a mission. I pick a mission. So uh, here's a good, <laughs> un- until until there's a, until one of you is lieutenant commander. Right. That's, I don't want to pick, so just do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So who is, uh, who, who's, who's y'all's direct superior, right? Who does uh, Letta report to? So is the idea in this, like, in this current circumstances, are there camps are we at a town? Where are we at present? There's probably, well, it's up to you guys, right? I don't think that's a, a specific set thing. So the uh, there for sure are settlements back up in the hills and mountains, right? Where most of the non-fighting folks are. Uh, but the border is pretty far out in the plains. Right. So I don't know. Is there like a big war camp where you all are? Do you all live up in the hills and you have to travel out to fight with the shadow? What do you think? I feel like we're like at the camp that's, Closest to the front lines, yeah, right? So like, where we're prepped like, to I go to battle. Up to fight. Yeah. yeah, I didn't sign up to go hang out in the mountains with people. Yeah, so we're near the new border. Yeah. Mm. So is there like a city there that you guys are in, or a, a village, or is is it literally like a camp? Like there are a bunch of tents. Yeah, I think it's a tent city. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's like, evolved. Yeah. Like it started out as like just a straight up military camp, but over time, like 
there's like merchants, merchants there. started showing mm-hmm. up and like a little canteen or whatever. Like with time, right? Yeah, there's definitely a watering hole. All right, so then um, what, uh, yeah, so t- tell me about okay, your Okay, so the there'd be somebody in you. charge of the camp, right? Amaranth. Amaranth? Mm-hmm. There you go. Commander? Corporal? That would be probably, so you're a corporal, then it's what, sergeant, and something else above that. There's like a really high one. Lieutenant field Commander, Marshal. Commander, Watch Captain, and Field Marshal. Yes, it's probably watch captain that's over this camp. If this is like a sizable camp where units right. are coming field marshal be like I think it's like the... really established. Yeah. 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 So watch captain Amaranth. Okay. And then who's who's your lieutenant? Lieutenant Thorn. Yeah, thorn in my side. <laughs> it's too easy of a joke. I like it. I like it too. Okay. With an E. Thorn with an E. <laughs> That's my stomach saga. No, we okay. didn't hear it that time. <laughs> no, we did. It's going to be one of us, though. All right. Uh, leave that for now. Come back to that. Um, yeah, so. Welcome to the underbelly of Danger Dames. It's a nightmare, right? I'll fix it Jenny in post. Jenny secretly hates it, Don't so he just runs laps around the house the you, entire time you record. You missed when my sink used to scream. Gosh. Every time he turned on the faucet, it would scream, and I would have to edit that out. So I learned a lot in the last two years. Ambitious. It's just- yeah, it's funny to hear like the life going on above You're like, you. And I never heard any of it in the show. So uh, you you've been informed that a a village closer to the border that had not been fully evacuated um, since that that had managed to remain basically un unseated in the forest that uh, the Sharn clan still kind of has been patrolling has uh, is under attack. Uh, they they there were some waves of shadow forces that had assaulted, but they kind of fell, they fell back. Um, they were able to defend for a little bit, but the, they sent out scouts, and now it looks like there's a, a relatively large contingent of shadow forces headed for this village. And they, uh, yeah, they want you to go deal with it. So. Uh, where'd the sheet go? That's not the sheet. What's the village called? Uh, oh no! <laughs> Coldwater. Elwoods. 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 Hungry. They yeah. do have the best beef. <laughs> uh, it's Elm Hill. It's, Elm uh, it's Elm a little Hill. village. Snacks are not forbidden, but if you're going to eat them, do not eat them near my fucking mic. <laughs> oh. Well, because then I have to hear the mouth noises, and it's awful. Twice. <laughs> or if you do eat, you have to eat them very loudly so that mm. she knows where to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> She's eating here. No. All right. Um. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. If you look at, so what we're doing now is the session moves. We're doing start a session. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's the mission. You got to go defend Elm Hill. So you as corporal, uh, Letta, are going to uh, assign roles. So you're in charge of this mission. You're going to tell everyone involved to mark jaded. So tell everyone to do that. Mark jaded. So you're all going to mark one jaded. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> And she's picked an accent. I love it. And then you're going to assign no, one. No, no. <laughs> so you're going to assign one person to each th- of the three primary mission roles, which are navigate and strategize, recon and lookout, take point, and then, yeah, so somebody has to do each of those roles. Um, you have camaraderie with everyone, so that that's okay. So those, those roles are watch their backs, or not watch their backs, that's the leftover one. Navigate and strategize. So when you navigate a route or strat- strategize during a mission, you roll with cunning. On a hit, you're not significantly delayed or you execute your stratagem correctly. On a 7 and 9, you choose one complication. On a miss, you still get there or your plan is executed, but not without cost, and you'll choose a complication. There's a complication list at the bottom. Um, when you recon or keep lookout on a mission, you roll with luck. On a hit, your scouting doesn't attract unwanted attention and provides valuable intel. The same thing, complications. And then take point. When you take point on a mission, roll with valor. On a hit, your group achieves your primary objective, if only barely. 10 plus choose one complication, 7 to 9, choose one, and mark weary. Uh, on a miss, you still complete your mission. Your impression of Bellamy is that they are bold and eager just to be there. Okay, so um, are we freshly like partnered up, or would I have a feeling mm-hmm. for like... No, you guys have been, you're a unit bonds and stuff yeah yeah so like you guys are blood sisters or something like yeah well i feel like i feel like i would take point um yeah and 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 narratively right so navigating and strategizing is either like i'm coming up with a plan i'm putting people in position i'm doing that stuff uh recon and lookout is i'm exploring the surroundings i'm making sure that we're there i'm doing all the scouting and then taking point is i'm charging in i'm doing yeah. the i'm doing the okay so i feel the, like the here we go all right so bellamy i am going to need you to navigate and strategize and figure out how we're going to get there and where we're going this is a big responsibility but i think that you can handle it okay well at that i mean she's at your beck and call. No problem. I, I won't let you down. And Sylvie, when we get there, I'm going to need you to do some recon and looking out and figuring out what we're dealing with and how we're going to deal with it. Yes. And then once we've got all of that together, I'm going to go in and take care of it. All right. So uh, then we go, we go in order. So there's nobody watching their back. So we're going to navigate and strategize is the first move. Um, so that was uh, Bellamy, right? So you're going to roll with cunning. <laughs> I know I didn't want to look at numbers, though, and just like plan it that way. No, I yeah. love it. You did not look at numbers at all. I did. You were just like, I did. It. Look. So I was like, she's brave. I did look. I'm glad to be there. Five. No. Three and two. Three and two. Yeah. Okay. So what's your stat? Cunning? Zero. Zero. Okay. So five. fail. Mm-hmm. Um... On a miss, you still get there, or your plan is executed, but not without cost. So you're going to choose one complication, and uh, oh, and everyone will mark weary. Okay. Um, so you'll choose one complication from that list. You you don't have to. Um, you don't choose yet. Just know that you'll choose a complication. Right. It's under the sheet. There's a sheet that says oh, yeah, mission, moves mission moves and yeah. oh, yeah, hardship yeah. moves. Okay. So at the bottom, there's complications. You're going to choose Ooh. one, and then everyone marks weary. Uh, then recon and lookout. So that's you, Sylvie. Okay. So, so I'm gonna roll with 
just roll or yeah. so you're doing recon and lookout so it says at the top when you recon or keep lookout on a mission you roll with luck do you see where that's oh at? there it is yeah. okay so i'm rolling with luck okay cool mm -hmm. So I got four plus Lord two Jesus. Is so six. six. So almost, almost. On a miss, something goes wrong. So you're going to choose one complication, and I get to choose a second one. But you don't have to do that yet. But you can look at the list. It's at bottom okay. of this thing. So we're at three complications, each of you choosing one. I mean, choosing one. Uh, and then take point. So uh, Letta, you are going to roll with Valor. Uh, we didn't choose if you wanted second secondary objectives, but I feel like that's reasonable anyway, right? First first game, first bit out, yeah, yeah, let's let it, let's keep it simple. I said, where do I look for that on the sheet? So, yeah. I got an eight. Okay. So on seven and nine, you choose one complication and you mark weary or an additional point of jaded. So four complications. <laughs> that's normal though. That's how the missions work. Four so complications? Then, yeah. Mm -hmm. So each of you is going to choose one and I get to choose one. I gotcha. Okay. Um. All right. And everybody marked their weary, and then you mark either an additional point of weary or a point of jaded. Can we have one weary or two weary? You should no. have one. One, one. okay. Because of the first, the na the navigating strategy. How do we get rid of weary? Uh, you get rid of weary by yeah, what is it? Opening up to someone. I got to, uh, too much paper. I'm gonna have to. That's okay. This is just us figuring it out. Because I'm trying to figure out if I'd rather take the jaded or the weary. Jaded moves are kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can lower your weary by one if you um, open up to someone. I am going to take jaded though. Um, or, or if you blow off steam. If we each are picking a complication, do we need to know which complications are being picked, or can they be repeated? Uh, no, I think most of them can be repeated. Yeah, and I don't think it matters what order we pick them in, because essentially the idea is we make these moves, and then we're going to pick our complications and then tell the story of how it went. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely want something follow this home. That, that was the one I was going to pick, too. <laughs> Can so, we pick the same, or do I need to pick a different one? You could. I, so in, in general, I think you could pick the same one. I think something followed us home would be weird to have the two of the same, because then you'd have two somethings following you home. Oh, God, some of these are. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're all bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good one. But you get hurt and, like, messed up quick and fast in this game. Yo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're soldiers. This is a... Uh, has anybody here read The Black Company? Oh, no. So, I guess we should have talked about that before we started, right? Where are we coming from? The black I company. said adventure time. This man says the black company. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're soldiers. I mean, I think that's the whole point is yeah. that uh, fighting a war against uh, insane, incalculable, horrible odds is really mm -hmm. hard. Like, you know, trying to survive in modern society as a woman. So or so he hears. Yeah. I mean, I've never met one myself. So. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, my complication is going to be the shadow took hold of me for a time. Ooh, okay. Just going right out the bank and gambit with it. Yep. So I'm art jaded and, and tell you, tell you what, my what veins thing. popped out and <laughs> tell me what happened. All right. What you got, Chrissy? Um, in, in these ones with the lines for names, the first one mentions NPC, but the other ones don't. So does that mean they have to be PCs with those other four? Uh, They don't have to be. You'd, you'd want it to like... 
yeah, they don't have to be, but you'd want it to be somebody significant. You wouldn't gotcha. be like, oh, I got separated from Tom or whatever. Right. And he's yeah, lost now. I think I'm going to go ahead and take so and so didn't make it back alive. Um, I think coming right out the gate with my first mission being I lost somebody. Well, this isn't your first no, mission. My first yeah. mission. Yeah, as I say, because you guys are you, you even the rec- not recruit initiate are competent soldiers. It's just whether or not you are well trained and, and guided in the watch. Um. All right. So somebody didn't make it back alive. Um. Yeah. Uh, Kara didn't make it out. Mm, I think you guys lost a pivotal asset or territory um, mm. while you were there. And so everybody's going to mark uh, Jaded. So uh, now we construct the story of what actually happened. So are there any like obvious story beats that are jumping out at anybody? You're like, oh, I know that this is how the mission went. I guess we can set the scene a little bit. So um, Elm Hill is a small village. In fact, that's kind of the main reason they survived. Uh is that they were small and they're kind of deep in this forest. It's pretty well patrolled. So it's not so much that they were able to like fend anybody off. They probably don't even have much of a wall. It's more that the shadow just hadn't found them. Um, and obviously they did. So what, what was the important thing that was being kept there? Like what, what did the watch hide in Elm Hill uh, that was so important? What if it was like the kind of asset that like, like a seer or somebody who could like see when they were coming Hmm. like something that that gave us intel whether it's a person or an object object. yeah that's why that's why it was managing to stay was because it was was hidden hidden. and it was able to get us intel that um it had protection around it i think it's the person i think it's like maybe a younger person that could let the shadow in a little bit easier than we thought was they were capable of right boy or girl definitely a girl if, it's, if they're in the watch, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's gotcha. not a man. Let's say Roy V. Uh, what clan is Roy V from? Do any of you have a, a personal relationship with them? Roy V is a, a Dothoth. Do- that seems that that would make the most sense. And we were, you know, she's young, so we were keeping her safe and, and we were hiding her. Um, but she was so powerful that you're hiding her close to the border. So right. that's a little. Is she captured? Yeah. Yeah. We lose it. We lose uh, the asset. So, well, so we're going to talk through. Right. Yeah. So um, Elm Hill is uh, maybe even at this point is. 30% watch like it's it's a lot of watch people because it's all it, it, being a village where some people live it is also kind of an outpost because they're using it almost like as observation to try to keep an eye on what the shadow's doing so um yeah walk me through it what's the, when you when you get there what's going on when you show up so we've got and i'll run through the complications so um this person didn't make it back alive uh something followed you home 
you lost a pivotal asset or territory and the shadow took hold of you for a time. Mm -hmm. So I was um, looking out and I could see them in the distance. I had climbed up in a tree um, to just watch and I saw them approaching. And, and so that's when you let it in? No. Are you specifically trying to reach out, out to the shadow force? Or are you looking for no, a white? No, I'm just on recon and look out. So I'm just looking oh. out and I'm, I see them approaching the village at, from the tree and I'm watching. Yeah, and so for it to go sideways, because that's basically what happened, right? Um, getting there. You did succeed. I succeeded. So you, you did complete the mission, right? Like you, you managed to hold off Elm Hill. It's just that there were uh, complications. So I sent um, my hawk to Letta. She has a hawk. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> to let her know, um, you know, where they were. No worries. We're thinking. Yeah. Like, don't panic. Uh, yeah, I think. So it went sideways when you said, come up with a strategy to get us there. And I got us lost. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, it'd be great. We'll approach from this different side. I'm trying to like, uh, but I, I am very much like Russian and make a big, you know, uh, demonstration, you know, like we want the, the bold battle. We're going to confront the enemy. And so the, they saw us coming. And so for all the recon, that's why you got taken, right? That's why you were, you know, they were, knew you were there. And mm -hmm. so like that exposure, it just kind of like, you know, it just kind of avalanched into the failure of protecting Rafi. Yeah. And I Ruby. think, Ruby. I think, Ruby. oh God, sorry. Boy. That's okay. I, mean, I think that basically like, yeah, we're delayed because we're brought the wrong route or whatever. Um, Sylvie gets up on the tree and notices how far off we are. And I think that at that point, um, we just rush in. We're like, it's the, the, at that point, the village is now being overtaken. We're too late to have prevented. And so we rush in. Um, I'll say that Kara was probably like my second in command for this mission. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, come on, we got to go. We've got to go rescue Frankly, I feel like um, Letta would have been informed that this asset was yeah, important. Yeah. We need to protect the village. Don't get me wrong, but like that asset is the thing. And so they rush in to find the asset first. And at that point, we see her being taken. And Kara um, like just takes off trying to like prevent it and is struck down. And they take off and with uh Roy V. I got it. I got it. <laughs> they take off with Roy V and Letta um tries to go after her but then is overwhelmed fighting. And but so she pushed them back. Like they don't yeah, take that's Elm, the same, but they, Elm Hill or whatever. Right. Yeah. They uh she tries to save the kid, but the kid is like, you know, it's that kind of like where your hands out and you're like, I'm right there to grab you. And she's rushed off, but then she's swarmed by people attacking her and she just slashes left and right you know, in that like visceral anger that she's missed out on this thing. And, you know, eventually they overcome the enemy force, but at the point the kid's long gone. Yeah. And, and to set some, set some scene, I think mm -hmm. Elm Hill is uh, really more of like a scattering of buildings in and among this like small uh, copes of trees, like in the forest, there's maybe a, a slight kind of slope. Hill is a bit of an exaggeration. And it's not like a town center. It's more kind of scattered around these trees. And maybe there's a very simple kind of wall that circles the whole thing. Um, and so, yeah, by the time you get there, uh, there's probably only like a dozen of these um, sort of uh, 
kind of broad chested men who have all of these like strange kind of like metal riveted plates on them. And, um, they have, uh, you know, uh, several of them are kind of missing limbs, um, where like odd protrusions have been stuck into them, like weird spikes and, uh, cables and whips and things. And they have very dead eyes, uh, who are kind of marching in unison up to the wall and are kind of like pushing through trees, like literally like tearing things out of their way. Um, and I think when you, when you notice there's a problem is you see this much sort of like larger, almost like bull shaped mechanical monstrosity kind of barreling through, um, uh, the Ewok village that you've described. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and astride the back of it is this, uh, kind of tall, like, uh, pale skinned woman um let me read through this yeah who, who looks very like serene almost like chiseled from stone a little bit uh, uh she barely even seems to move her head as they look around but it, it's clear that um, not only are they clearly like barreling towards uh Roivy, but you see that Roivy seems to be moving towards them as well mm. uh yeah so as all that's happening and you're tearing into a crowd of them, mm -hmm. I think um, Bellamy's diving headfirst into it. And like she just she is the blade of grass, right? Like she's brandishing it as if she were a dancer, slashing through the crowd, like bright smiles. But like this like serenity about her, like this is she knew she was born to do this. Mm. Now, I don't know if she's doing particularly well, but she is loving it. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are able to fend them off, I think. So what does it what does it look like when Sylvie, when you when you uh, turn to the shadow, when the shadow takes hold of you? What I does that look like? I think that Sylvie feels um, Rovi's terror and she is drawn towards her to try to protect her. And then that's when the shadow gets in. Yeah. OK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, does it, so does that like does that manifest in like an obvious way for other people? Well, I think that other people haven't seen um Sylvie like change her face. Mm -hmm. So she the the blue black veins are starting to pulsate. And you know, she, her body is contorting in a way that's unnatural. Um and maybe she lets out like a screech. Yeah. Okay. And and I think you you hear that and uh, I, you, like you're just overcome with like just a lot of like violent rage and uh, you try to like the intent is to like get in there and protect Roy V. But you spend so much time like brutally dismantling the uh, the like shadow servants in front of you that by the time you kind of look up from the gore and viscera. Uh, the the woman on on top of the bull thing is gone, and so it's Roy V. And then, so like while the shadow was within me, it was just dark and mm -hmm. empty. It felt black. Yeah, I think probably oh, like you wake up or I woke up from yeah. almost like a trance. Like what just happened? Yeah, you're you're looking up like literally covered in like oil and blood, and there's like body parts strewn around you, and there's this like just I don't know several feet wide of trees just pulled down in front of you bleeding out of the forest what happened uh yeah well <laughs> so car is dead and something followed you home so what followed you home that was yours right yeah um i think at this point i think sylvie followed us home <laughs> <laughs> 
that hot. Um, yeah, I think with your display, with your like reaction, I think it draws one of the, the contingent that was with her. Uh, I think he's intrigued by you, right? Um, so one of the little followers, the one of the dudes. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, because he sees you as like a source of power or something like he he identifies with you now and so he's intrigued and kind of stalks us home like one of the cogs mm -hmm. or it could even be that the shadow sends him i think he's self-motivated like they're emotionless right but they're drawn to power or would I, it be like i don't think the they have anything they're yeah, they're cogs, cogs. In a... so yeah the shadow sends them but they're also agents of the shadow right mm -hmm. not not everybody who is helping the like not every single person in the shadow. There are people who just support, you know. So you like warm tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are people who are like, well, I don't really have an opinion. Well, I think if they're like, we bring back Roy V. Roy V. Roy v. I don't know why I can't say it. I'm so sorry. So if they bring back Roy V, then bringing back Sylvie would be also a great catch. So he's trying to catch Sylvie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Please, the master. So do we notice him right away? Not at this point. That is a complication. Yep. So there you go. That's a mission. Um, once the mission is complete, you'll choose another character and describe a meaningful moment the two of you shared during the mission. Their player with, will highlight an active move for you. The MC will highlight another. Whenever you will highlight a movie mark experience. I feel like for Letta, her meaningful moment would be Bellamy's, like, she got us lost, but then once we were there, stepped up and was this force. I think that, like, she was probably frustrated. Oh, you know these initiates you know uh. well uh yeah i think even on the way home bellamy is blaming herself for losing Kara, and she is apologetic to you i mean taking all the blame on herself and she's like she seems very eager to please and just youthful and eager and just kid you know kid sister all the way yeah right and i think like i said i think that it started out with letta being very frustrated like this is my fault. I let this kid be the one to to do this, but they got to learn. Like, how else are you going to learn? You've got to learn. I hate that we lost Kara, but that was Kara's decisions that Kara made. And like, and she may see like Bellamy dealing with things and should sit down with her and be like, look, that was fucked up. Yes, this is all fucked up. You did right. Don't beat yourself up. Do better next time. But Kara made her own decisions and that is not on you. We all make our own decisions out here. Sometimes they work for us and sometimes they don't. I think Bellamy's very vulnerable with you at that point. And she was like, I just, I see you guys as one of my pride. I, I just, I just want to do my best. Well, keep up the work, kid. You're doing great. All big kitten eyes. <laughs> all right, so who else? And then you'll choose one of her, one, one of the moves to highlight. I choose now. Maddie, yeah. Hmm, okay. I think Bellamy definitely confronts Sylvie about the, you know, evil willow face and the whole bit. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, so do you just draw on the shadow whenever you want? No, that was that was the first time that's ever happened to you. Is that a lie? I'm like, no, but your kind can do that. Right, but not with the shadow. We do it in... A productive way did it scare you when that went was i how was i when the shadow had me oh okay i think bellamy just describes it in like horrible detail like as if you were this like blank faced banshee like coated in black and um just draws this wicked picture 
of this monstrous creature, shredding through men's chests and waving limbs in the air and covered in gore. She was like, you just really showed who you were. Oh. I think that Sylvie feels very, like, internal right now that she's internalizing this because this isn't who she is, truly. And it's she's a little scared that what has the shadow left inside her that she can't see at the moment. And she feels like she has to probably do some kind of work to get it out. Yeah. All right. So then you'll choose a move uh, from the sheet for uh, Katie, a basic move that Katie highlights. Okay. And then Katie, you get to choose. Uh, right. For for Letta, I think um, you're going to blow off steam. And then what was the what was the moment you shared during the mission? Letta and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um when when Rovi was being captured, like we even though the shadow had me, we locked eyes and it's like you you could pull me out of it. That's what I was thinking. It's like almost like I see like we're going through all of this and I look over and I see that it's got you. And like we've got that blood bond, mm-hmm. whatever, and like run over and I'm like not punch her in the face, but like <laughs> take me out of it. Shake right? her, you know, yeah, basically like, no, no. Focus, focus, focus. Don't do this. Uh-uh, we're not doing this today, kind of thing. Um, and bring her back. All right. Don't I choose one for you? Yeah, you should. Look beyond, right? So that's my uh let's do let's do provoke someone. Okay. That's what I was hoping to do, but it's fine. <laughs> uh how about open up to someone? We'll do blow off steam for you, Sylvie. So you'll highlight that one too. Okay. Just put a star by it or whatever. You'll change it each every session. session so. Well, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. Let uh, let's do. Well, we can do open up to someone. That was the one you already had, right? Nope. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Oh, everybody marks experience. That was your. That's what you get for completing the mission. Woo. Yeah. So uh, you you make it back to camp. Maybe slightly worse for wear, but everybody's alive. Uh, well, other than the dead lady. Uh, everybody's alive. Cora. Kara. Kara. Not in the shadow tainted one. You know, you win some, you lose some. So, yeah. So um, she's Dark Willow. Willow. She's fine. She is Dark Willow. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> you leave my Willow alone. Mm. I'm very lost. You don't watch Buffy. No. Willow goes bad. And she has big black veins on, his face, on her mm. face. That's how you know she's bad. Okay. <laughs> At this point, you know... You, you're pretty battered and bruised. Are all of you at camp by yourselves? Like, do you have any significant others who are there with you? Do you have friends or family that you travel with? I think Bellamy's by herself, which makes her, like, even more vulnerable. Are there any other clan, uh, Rickty people in this war camp? Yes. Yeah. You'll see a multitude of different colored cloaks, and that's mm-hmm. how you can identify them. Okay. Any that uh, Bellamy is, cl- is close with? I would say the pride... With the um, golden cloaks, with the the black lions on the golden cloaks, they're uh, very close with her. Her pride. Sylvie's alone. There's no other Dothas there, and she feels connected to Letta um, as she, you know, her her person who she can trust. That's there. What about uh, what about you? Letta? <sighs> I felt like Letta would be alone too, but. We're just a bunch of loners. A bunch of orphans. <laughs> Do I go ahead and add an NPC? Yeah, you're a pack. You have a pack. 
So I'm, if you guys don't add NPCs, I'm gonna start dumping I know them on you. the whole. The, this, I mean, <laughs> we know this. This well, but I'm saying you unlike unlike all the other role playing games where you guys drag everything along with you, this game is about interpersonal interactions. And yeah, I think NPCs. that there's. Now, frankly, no, I think there is a, um, but there's a shit ton. We're near like that Sharn town. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think there's actually like a whole like lodge for the Sharn. Um, I don't, I think Letta goes there to like regale and like be like, listen to my tales today. I cannot wait to tell you. I think she's very protective of all of them because I do not think that they are warriors um, mm. at, on the same level. I think um, maybe some of them are more older or younger. And so... She goes and she's like, yeah, I was the badass today. Let me tell you all about it. But then um, doesn't she still stays a little bit distance because she knows at any given time she's not going to come back. Mm-hmm. Does she bring like any tribute? Does she bring anything else besides stories? I mean, like, yeah, like if there's if we bring back stuff from the village, you know, she'd be like, look at this amazing bread I found or, you know, and um, and drinks on me, you know, kind of thing. More like a celebratory kind of relationship where she almost makes herself a celebrity to them as opposed to like being part of them Mm. not necessarily like she feels above them but she like doesn't feel a part of them but she also will not let them go because she they are pack Mm. so um yeah i think the 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 quartermaster here is uh named tilsey they uh they they go by they them tilsey is a sharn not not a particular like a warrior in fact they they almost certainly have a rank in the watch, but uh, as far as any of you know, they've never even been like to battle. They, they probably defended at camp and retreat or something, but they don't get sent out on patrols. But their job is to manage the, yeah, like to manage food and resources and put things where they are. And most often can be found in this, you know, whatever the long haul tent is that the, the Sharn people have set up for their like get togethers. I think Sylvie's also feels comfortable just with other Sharns. Sure. Um, because since her her clan brought the the Phoenix Fox plague to the people, Phoenix flu, the Phoenix flu, um, <laughs> that she notices, just generally people are apprehensive around her, but she feels some camaraderie with with Sharn. So uh, you you get back to camp. It's it's probably dark by the time you get back. You know, it's it's getting into nighttime. But Thorn is the the kind of the the kind of leader to be up. Uh, the she's waited for you to arrive. What's her demeanor when you when you guys get back? I guess that kind of depends on our relationship. <laughs> I think she's abrupt. I think she's all business though. Um, she just wants to debrief. Um, do you have the asset? Is Elm Elm Hill standing? Just the facts, ma'am. Yeah. You think she's expecting success? Brooks, no failure. Is she that kind of person? I don't know. Yeah, she's all business. And she's expecting us to have protected the asset. So, so exacting. Yeah. So Thorne is uh, shorter. She uh, she has kind of scruffy stock of gray hair. She's probably right, maybe like 5'2", five 5'3". Five she's missing an eye, uh, but doesn't bother with an eye patch or anything. It's just a scar right through it. And she is gruff. I mean, she's she like is... Five feet of just like muscle. She she wears pretty plain armor and she's always armed. 
all the time. Uh, like you've you've never seen her without her weapons. Uh, she carries you know she carries maybe a a, a hand axe and a dagger that are always on her person. Mm-hmm. But she is not unkind. And uh, you know when when you arrive, her first question actually isn't like how did the mission go, but she she kind of looks you over briefly and assesses how like your your personal well being, and then she dives into like your uh, debriefing, like what happened. Yeah, I guess we go to see her before. Before we go, well, she's confronting us there. She meets you, yeah, yeah. like at the town at gates. The, the she's gates. she's like clearly been waiting outside the gate of the, or not outside, like just inside the okay. gate of the camp, and, and greets you there. Yeah, so I think we walk up to the gate and let us like like ushering her. Everybody, go, go home, go to your people, go drink, go eat, and stops. And she's like, "Ma'am, I think with that, Bellamy puts her um, hand on your forearm and is in full bard mode and sweeps a deep bow to Thorn, and she goes." Letta will not tell you of the truth of the mission. And she launches in this massive story of how Letta nearly saved Roy V, was inches away, and then was overrun. With not only by her quick wits do we push them aside and mm-hmm. weaves this massive tale, leaving out um, the devil we brought home with us, but that we all fought bravely and greatly exaggerating the amount of forces that were they were opposing. Sure. And they were grateful to be back with their lives. We didn't lose the town, though, right? The town hmm. still exists. No, the we mission was lost, a success. We yeah. lost the asset. And how brave Kara was, retelling that that tale of loss and woe. Yeah, and, and they didn't send you. They weren't like, you guys need to go to Elm Hill and protect, protect this asset, kid right. that's mm-hmm. there. Right. They were like, no, we need you to hold Elm Hill. Yeah. And also there is, yeah, exactly. The yeah, mission force. was a success. So, yeah, at that point, Bellamy is just like, the grandiose tale and how we defended this and Kara's lost, you know, um, is, is a great loss to us, but um, but heroically done and blah, 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 blah. So then Sylvie says, are we ready to tell Thorne what we lost after she rolls her eyes at Bellamy's <laughs> big show? Roby was taken. I think at that Bellamy looks at Thorne to see if she knows what she's been talking about. Yeah, so she, so she clearly knows who Roby is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she actually seems pretty... Apathetic, I would say. Uh, you're like, well, Roy V was taken, and she doesn't seem overly concerned about that. She maybe even makes a comment. She's like, well, you know, there's collateral damage is likely to happen in these kinds of scenarios. So we were able to keep the village. We had minimal damage. I would like for my people to get home and get some food. Is there anything else you need from me tonight? Uh, she's you no. Know, she, she's like, nope. Uh, you're you're free to go, but make sure that uh. Yeah, make make sure that you're well rested and get you know an an extra round of rations for those of you who made it back. You know, a little reward for your trouble. So Bellamy's trying to use her animal magnetism, like mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to do, right? So sure. Um, I think with that, um, like she becomes like effusively thankful and um and gratuitous in in like her like like effervescence, just mm-hmm. chatting her up like you know, thank you for this experience, and um, we're very grateful. Kiss and ass. Uh, what do In you want? Way. What do you want from Thorn? I want her favor for us. I mm. I want I seek that external validation from our commander. Yeah, why don't you provoke someone? So you'll roll roll with luck. Oh my god, you are rolling shit tonight. I'm, I'm not even use these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? Four. <laughs> yeah, four total. <laughs> with your stat. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but I can treat a miss as a seven to nine. That's animal magnetism. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, so... Hell yeah. Okay, so on the seven to nine for NPCs, they act, but the MC decides how. 
Yeah, so um, Thorne was from from Clan Thaisen uh, initially. She grew up in the in the plains as a was a farmer, and um, so you go on this like kind of long story, and you're like being very effusive, and you're like, oh, you know, thank you so much. This was great. You're you're going on and on, and uh, for a moment, you sort of lock eyes with her, you know, just trying to read her response. And, well, lock eye with her, and. Um, <laughs> She's cold, not in the way, you know, she's always pretty stern, but she's cold. She kind of looks you up and down and says, this isn't really the way a soldier should behave and uh, kind of tisks at you and uh, turns to walk away. What do you do? I think Bellamy just stiffens her back and like looks kind of embarrassed to the ground and like just kind of slinks away, like not speak, doesn't speak to anybody. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are you guys, what are you guys doing? So like I said, at this point, we've been dismissed, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that Letta's going to do is head to her tent sure. to like regale her tales and drink and be merry because like that's just what she likes to do. I do feel like, though, if she sees that demoralization of one of her close people, mm-hmm. um, she's going to like go over and be like, look, kid, you did good. Don't let that get you. This is tough and being that high rank, that's tough stuff. They don't owe us anything, but I'm proud of you. My thought was open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I track that, that tracks. It's a rule of valor. Oh, and you should have marked experience. It's oh. for doing the move, not for succeeding. Oh, cool. The camaraderie, right? Like, no, God. The first time she ripped me a new one, oh my God, I thought <laughs> my heart was going to come out of my chest. I was so embarrassed. I, you know me, like, I do good. So, like, not being seen as the best broke me. Why don't you come have drinks with us at the tent? I don't want to roll. I know. <laughs> I've been rolling so bad today. That's so bad. Plus nine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, choose one. Mm, these are good. I like these. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take camaraderie, though. Okay. And then, uh, Maddie, if you respond to your, with, um, with compassion or respect to her vulnerability, then you can pick one as well. Remember, she's much better speaker than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I mean, that's all she wants to do is belong. And she does look up to you. And so it means a lot that you would invite her to go, go drink. And she's trying to hide all that in her face. But it's like, just like her, you know, it just keeps shifting and moving. And finally, she just looks at you with this like, um, like corner grin. And she's like, yeah. I'd love to, and leans into it. And she's like, come on, kid, let's go. Did I ever tell you about the time? <laughs> Can I take a plus one forward for that? Yeah, yeah, um, yep. <laughs> You're gonna need it the way you roll it tonight. Like, you are not wrong. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm guessing, I wanna hear what you're doing too, but scene setting really quickly. I'm imagining it's just a bunch of tents. They've, they've set yeah. up like a rough palisade around the outside and it's a bunch of tents. Like a bunch um, of campaign tents. Yeah, yeah exactly, because mm-hmm. this thing is intended to be movable. Yeah, I, I think probably there's not enough room that each of you has a tent to yourself. M- most likely you're sleeping with other people. Yeah, probably even you as a corporal. It's unlikely that you have, like, they didn't bring a tent for you. So you're sharing space unless you have your own tent that you have, you know, cobbled together and drug along with you on the No, campaign. I think it's like four initiates to a tent, mm-hmm. you know, but like she would be used to sleeping outside, so she may not always sleep there, but that's where she's supposed to be. Yeah. There are also hangers on, right? Uh, for any war campaign, there are people who are just following y'all and have probably, I don't know, uh, would uh, would the watch captain, Amaranth, would she let uh, 
uh, like tagalongs into the camp or i think that she would prefer them not be there but i like a tent city this side like i feel like this is the like i think the rule is no and i don't think it's enforced yeah is it not enforced by her or is it not enforced by the people under her it's not enforced by the people under thorn yeah so yeah so then there are there are just hangers on uh, that also have set up in the camp probably away from like the main campaign tents and stuff but off around the wall that's a whole like carnival kind of vibe, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. So then, uh, the the two of you then are headed to the the like drinking hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Sylvie? Sylvie is like processing everything that's that's happened. The shadow taking her. I think she goes back to her tent just to, I guess, blow off steam. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what what do you do? How do you blow off steam? Um, so she, she has her like cards that she reads and so Mm -hmm. to help her process what's happened and to see what she should do next. So she's gonna, she's gonna get those out and, uh, work with those. Yeah. Commune with the spirits. Yep. So you're gonna roll with luck. Okay. So seven plus two, nine. Nine. So you have to choose one. Okay, so I'm going to choose you bond with someone in game and gain camaraderie with them. Nice. So I'm going to go to the drinking hall and find Bellamy and talk to her about what happened and try to hear hear her perspective and um, process that with her. Sure. Yeah. So uh, then you I'm, also lower your weary by one. Okay. Just, then, just for getting a hit on the name. And then do I get a camaraderie with mm-hmm. her? Yep, okay. so you're at two camaraderie. Was that one of your highlighted moves? Blow off Active scene? moves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the two that we decided. So you get, yes. you get experience yes, points for that. Yes, it was. Okay. Experience. I think the act that, of like you guys just even joining us there, you know, with all like what Bellamy sees as your kind of weirdness is endearing to her though too. Like it's you trying. And mm-hmm. so like she's kind of reevaluating what she saw out there and what she thinks about your preconceived notions, you know? Yeah, I love Because we gotta make it work. I love the idea of like Letta's like on a table telling the tale and she's like she goes, Sylvie, someone get this woman a drink and then continues to tell her tale and leaves you two to like talk or whatever. But like, yeah. Well it's Bellamy's turn to roll her eyes, like, mm-hmm. So subtle. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> is there uh, is there anything else you see happening at the um in the halls, there any anybody else you're going to try to talk to, or maybe are we going to make a plan to get Rovi back? What what did Ro- like Roy-V. 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 Maybe thinking about names, <laughs> Roivy. Maybe thinking about like why why were they so valuable? What was the thing that they had that we need? Who who knows how the shadow operates? You could always let the shadow in to try to gain some <laughs> Too soon. insight. It's a very first episode. <laughs> uh, I think Bellamy would actually, um, since Letta is leading a one man show up there, um, ask Sylvie to come with her, and we'd go to like the little carnival setup and speak to the truly nomadic now and see if they had any kind of insight. Like there's always somebody with like some hot tea out there. Sure. So is there anyone in particular um, that you're looking for? And, and this would be a mixture still primarily of women, but there are probably men there too, right? These are just people wandering along. Hmm. I think there is um, a peddler there that people are pretty like familiar with. Like she's, she's pretty trustworthy and she always has like 
really cool weird shit so she's pretty popular we go see her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we have to we have to find out what she knows yeah well just i mean she's really good with gossip too like she everybody knows her and talks to her so if you really want to figure this out maybe they can give some sort of insight does uh does drala work sure Okay. Yeah, so so you're going there to see if this person, if Drala knows any gossip about what the Shadow wants and why they took Roivy or... Why they would just take one person and not just try mm. to overrun the town. Like, that's that was weird, right? That they would try to snatch mm. just one person up? Mm-hmm. Why keep her instead of... Well, it just seems so purposeful mm-hmm. when they could have just been... I felt like they were just fighting us back so the person could escape is the way the scene was set up. So mm-hmm. um, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let's go talk to him. Yeah, so um, Drala has a she has a cart, uh, like a like a hand cart, like a thing that she picks up and pulls behind her, that uh, she has like basically like a rug that rolls out of, and she puts things, just sets stuff out on it. What does she sell mostly? Just like trinkets or? I immediately the... thought rugs for some. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> what is the lo-fi the rug for your tent? <laughs> lo-fi fantasy peddler uh, supply. Maybe well, maybe that is what she sells. She sells like. Um, like em- small embroidered, like almost I'm thinking like dream catchers, but not like made out of fabric that are supposed to keep you safe from you evil thoughts. And <laughs> oh, she a con woman. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So I do. I think then she, Drala is a peddler of the mystic arts. Mm. So that's why with you in tow, I'm like, all right, we can talk to this person. So is she a dothan? She Dothas? is not, actually. Okay, so maybe Sylvie's a little apprehensive of her. I'm her like, you're going to love her. Intention. Like, I'm talking her up. If you haven't seen her yet, yeah, you're going to love her right. stuff. Uh, but no, it's it's not dream catchers. It's, it's like, or maybe it is. No, it is. It's all this acculturated shit, like the evil eye, the dream catchers, everything that the ladies that shop... Um, at certain stores would love to buy. She's the modern day store. She thinks she's the worst Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the row of succulents on the back. So you can buy one of those to spruce up your camp, you know, the patchouli. So, yeah, um, th- there's basically like a row of like stalls is uh, exaggerating the quality of these things, but like little like shops, like little rugs and some of them not even rugs, just like stuff set on the, on dirt mm-hmm. um, that people are selling and, and basically calling. They're like, Hey, you know, check out this thing. They're trying to, trying to attract your attention. Sure. And there's like people busking on one end mm-hmm. and yeah, maybe there's, there's like a dice game. There's music and you know, it's nighttime. So there are a couple of large fires and people gathered around those at one end under a couple of candlelights, you see draw. She has a, a tent actually like, so off the back of the wagon, she has like poles she can set up and there's like a little tent strong. There's like a covered awning and then her like rug that rolls out and a bunch of stuff sitting on it. And she has things hanging from the poles. Currently when you walk up, there are a couple of uh, young soldiers who are perusing her, or, uh, her belongings and, uh, one of them even actually buys something, but buys one of the trinkets from her. What do you do? Oh, I think when I see that, I'm like, oh, that's a fine choice. Mine works wonderfully. <laughs> and like, I just like sweep up to the front of the store and I'm like, yeah, but have you tried her other set? And I'm pointing to this like pile of rocks that she has over here. I'm like, but if you put this under your pillow, then it strengthens it. It protects you from the shadow getting in your mind. And she's like pointing at her like head and uh, making all these exaggerated movements. And she was like, and so your friend's getting it too, right? And she's looking like looking at Dala kind of slyly. Yeah, uh, and sure, yeah, I don't. You need to roll anything, but yeah, you can try to sell up Dala's business. She appreciates that, mm-hmm. though it does seem like she's doing fine. Like yeah. she seems, she seems to have sold quite a bit of stock since you were here last. Yeah, once the soldiers, you know, they, they grab a couple of things and move on. 
she knows you and so uh you you yeah i mean what do you say maybe she even welcomes you she's like uh bellamy if you come back for anything and um she starts rummaging around in the back of the wagon and pulls out a handful of trinkets she's like i think these will be of particular interest to you and tries to Start, start immediately start selling you on. Yeah, uh, I'm like, oh, uh, not for me today. I wanted you to meet my uh, dear friend, and I pull Sylvie forward, like linking my arm in hers and pulling her forward. We're actually more interested in information tonight. Mm-hmm. She kind of, uh, yeah, she gives you the one eyebrow, and she's like, information. Uh, I don't know what I, I don't know what I would know that you don't already know. Mm. Well, I mean, you're just, you know, you're more available to everybody, and you, uh, you keep that clever ear out. Do you know of anybody who would be any person that would be of particular interest to the shadow? Have you heard any rumors, any any lore, any myth? Hmm. So she um she kind of shoots her eyes uh, like she like clearly kind of scanning around uh, if anyone's there, and she says, "Well, I do." It's like you know what? I can't even I, don't, I can't even mention it. I can't even mention it. Yeah, it, it's just it's too dangerous. I can't talk about it. And she uh, at that she actually puts the trinkets that she was trying to sell you on. She like puts them back in the cart, and you see she kind of like leans back a little bit. I'm nudging Sylvie. It's Sylvie. Um, she speaks up and she she says to Drala, "This is it's important for you to tell us the truth right now." Um, and then could I roll the look beyond? Mm, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So hopefully she'll tell us the truth if I roll well. Add your cunning. Okay. So eight. So you get to choose one. So you're going to choose one of those. Uh, you can ask me or another player a question about someone in the scene. They must answer honestly or ask the MC a question about your situation. And I have to answer honestly. Okay. So what does Drala know about Ravi? Roy V. Roy V. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Roy. Just write down. name is now Roy V. Roger. That's what's So R O I V I. Drala doesn't know anything specific about Royvi, but Drala does know about um, like the comings and goings of the other like hangers-on of the camp, many of whom will travel from village to village selling things. Uh, Drala is from Clan Moss. She's a merchant by trade and knows most of the merchants who travel around. So she doesn't know Royvi specifically, but she has access to all the comings and goings of, uh, of mm. folks around these parts. So from there... She looks at her wares and she kind of nudges Bellamy like, what else do we need from this lady? Uh, so if she doesn't know specifically, then can she give us an idea of who would? Do you ask her that? Yeah. Uh, she's like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, we're friends, Bellamy, but I don't know that I can, I, I don't know that I can, I can risk that. You know, there's a lot at stake for me. This is a, a dangerous place, and if, if I start handing out people's names, um, not everyone in this camp is even even really wants the other merchants to be able to come and go, and so I, I could be putting people at risk. That's that's just really dangerous to me and and my my business partners, and so I I just can't. I don't know that I can I can take that risk, even for you, Bellamy, my my good friend. Uh, I think she's at this point rummaging around the pocket of her vest and pulls out what's something that the watch would have that nobody else would really have. Like maybe a special ration, like something that's like extra protein, you know, something. Mm -mm. I think it's um, chocolate. I think (laughs) (laughs) actually I think it's uh, like a pack of cigarettes, like Mm. special tobacco. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, I was like, are you certain? You certain I could couldn't seduce the answer out of you? And I lean forward and like tip her chin with my finger as I uh, uh, wave the, the pack of cigarettes in front of her face. Do you want to? Are you trying to provoke her? Yeah. Okay, go for it. 
Roll with luck. <laughs> okay. You can do it. I believe in you. Okay. Eight. You offer the tobacco and she snatches it. She uh, she snatches it and immediately uh, like opens it up and, and sniffs it. And she's like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. She says, look, okay. <laughs> that is the finest. Here's the thing. I Okay, I can, I can tell you. I'll tell you. Um, I have a friend, let's say Prunty, who... Um, is a is a traveling merchant. They've gone along with. In fact, actually, let's not say merchants. Is a is a like a traveling guard who's gone along on uh, a lot of these uh, like trips. Um, she basically acts as a mercenary who who will go with uh, these merchants back and forth between different villages that are still out here. Prunty was at one point even in the watch and has been close to the border and uh, seems to know a lot about the watch. But uh, I haven't seen Prunty in a long time. And as a matter of fact, Prunty owes me some money from uh, something you didn't continue. So if you promise to get the money back for me from Prunty, I can tell you where they were headed. And so you can go try to track her down. Well, I, of course, Drala, would love to help you. <laughs> we're good friends. Good friends. Ugh. And how can she I turn down to such roll a... roll a cigarette yeah. from the tobacco. <laughs> I was like, and plus, I can never turn down a beautiful woman. But Sylvie... I would need Sylvie's help. And she stares kind of kind of flirty at Drala, but knowingly. I think Jacob is missing. What's the... I want more than just the information. I'm mm. just trying to work her. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. I, I, what else are you asking for specifically, Anything Maddie? she's willing to give. Just... Yeah. Like, like I don't want to just lose stuff. the bargain. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... I like the side quest, but I'm like, the yeah, merchant you... can't win over me. She'll... <laughs> she may, but... She may offer to exchange, like, you know, she'll she'll trade you some trinkets or whatever, but uh, as far as, like, pertinent to mm-hmm. no, the, just where Royvy is, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what she has. She knows where this other lady is, who likely would know at least something about the Shadow's movements. Yeah, I'm just playing. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll, she can exchange you some trinkets. All right, great. So, so... They, they don't seem particularly mystical or magical in any way. They <laughs> no. don't seem to have any kind I think, of uh, spiritual I think property. Sylvie can see Gee, through thanks. that. <laughs> After this, we go back to where Letta is mm-hmm. in the hall to listen to her regale. And uh, <laughs> Sylvie actually has a drink with Bellamy. Yeah, I can throw down. We can do this. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you do- what are you doing in the drinking hall, Letta, while they're off... Uh, Drumming up work. He's still in the furs. Uh, yeah. The boots with the fur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything and everything, all of the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. She's just throwing. Like she's just having a blast. Um. Letta has no. What is the word I'm looking for? Like agenda at this mm-hmm. point, except for probably to go home with somebody. Okay. Uh. What was that? Even she's be? drinking, telling tales. She's been in battle. Oh, that's blow off steam. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Luck. Um, all right, so you get to choose one. Oh, you re- you lower your weary by one, and you choose Ooh, one from the list. That's handy. Oh, I guess I'll bond with someone and gain camaraderie with them. It's nice. wh- I guess whomever I go home with, right? Who do you, yeah? Who do you yeah, bond you with? Uh, is it like another of the watch? Is it one of the shan? Is it the bartender? I mean, I don't know, kind of <laughs> where you want to go with it. Is it going to be somebody who you can get information from? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things is that Letta is always trying to, like, advance and, like, be important. So I think it would be another, yeah, like another, another corporal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want me to make them up or you have ideas? Yeah, you go ahead and make somebody up. I don't, okay. I don't have any ideas. I can come up with a name, I guess. I'm not very good at that either. Um, 
Eunice. <laughs> Land around. <laughs> Raven. Nope. <laughs> Raven. There you go. Raven. Yeah, so the way NPC camaraderie works is that uh, you can just spend, like, they can spend it. If I think that they would spend it, they can spend it to give you a bonus. Mm-hmm. So having camaraderie with an NPC just means that you get that bonus from them. Uh, or you can spend it to get the bonus from them. But also, if it were to go above three, you'd get experience. Nice. Um, Raven is is like a tall, like, like swimmer's physique, like tall and lithe. She's wearing kind of heavy, uh, like heavy fur. She has a, a like a real strong kind of jaw and a top knot uh, in her hair. And she's um, kind of, uh, she seems loosely armed. Like it's clear that she probably has kit, but uh, in the drinking hall, she doesn't seem to have anything. And she's a new corporal who's recently come here with uh, her her team. And uh, you hit it off and uh, spend an evening together. Excellent. And you get camaraderie. Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else that you guys do this evening? No. no. All right. That's a good. It seems like a good I place think I've to break. I've around enough here. Fade yeah. to black. <laughs> no, that's good. That gives us. We got NPCs and stuff now, so lots of things will happen. We do end of session. At the end of the session, choose one or two people, if there were any, who earned your trust, respect, or love, and tell them to take a point of camaraderie with your character. You can choose PCs and NPCs. The MC will decide if anyone earned camaraderie with the her NPCs and give it out accordingly. Well, I think Bellamy and Sylvie like had a moment, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I think of trust. So then you gain one camaraderie with Bellamy. And the answer can be no one. If you're like, literally, I don't think anybody gained any trust, knowledge, or love for me, for, from me. I feel like then that bonding moment between Bellamy and Letta would definitely bond her more to Letta. Yeah, yeah. Remember, your, your camaraderie is like your relationship with them. So mm-hmm. like you now have a stronger relationship with Raven where she doesn't have any yet with you. Right. Yeah. Same thing all around. Like you comforted Bellamy like three or four times through the whole session. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, did any of the NPCs? No, I don't think so. Uh, that's it. There you go. We watched. We watched. <laughs> uh, thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> Questions? Concerns?